Go Loud presents Read the Room. Three Fs. I do. We'll be Ta- talking about that later three. on in the historical facts. Stop jumping oh, the gun there, Maya. Sorry, will that you? was a bit I couldn't remember yeah. from history. Three Fs, for the... fuck's sake. Fucking Maya <laughs> oh, no. and fucking ruining everything. <laughs> They're the three Fs. But anyway, know, I didn't no, know. No, it's you okay, had Maya. Just, no, you just Ooh. read the Calm it down, people. Calm it down. But you, uh, but you asked me. You asked. There's five Fs now, John. I'm thinking it's six. But you asked me where it came from. and I was asking the listeners. It does. I'm sorry. It was sort of rhetorical, was it? Texting in. Well, I just leave. Yeah, no, you're grand. Read the room, Maya, will you? I'm Maya Dunphy. Yeah, we all know that. And I'm Paddy Courtney. And you are listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a diddly dup dose, failed to do just that. <laughs> you know what I've always thought you'd be great at, Paddy? What's that? Well, I thought you'd make a great landlord. Oh, yeah, like, you know, all imposing and businesslike. No, more like a grubby little sleevey who'd peel an orange in his pocket and rob the eyes out of your head. I hear you'd make a great landlord because you walk around like you're bleeding on the gaff. All right, that's your deposit. Gone. Ah, no, Gone, no, mate. No, 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 no. Here, read the roomie. Let's get on with it. Landlords, that is. We're talking about landlords. They can't all be bad, can they? Read the room. Right, landlords, Maya, tell us tell us about landlords, the concept of landlords. I think everyone knows what the concept of a landlord is. We've all had one. But I'd say they can be traced back to probably the beginning of mankind, Paddy. And I would say since Neanderthal man first asked his neighbour if he could leave a bit of a wild goat carcass in his cave, only to have the neighbour take off a leg as repayment. Okay, right. I didn't know any of those. But uh, landlords, they actually tend to get a bit bad rap they these do. days. Or rep, is it? I, I'm never sure. See, I'd said that on Twitter a while ago. So I said, oh, who gets a bad rap? And I was corrected. Oh, really? Corrected? I was corrected. Actually, uh, by Paddy, Paddy Cullivan, who knows words. Oh, right. He a, doesn't be known words. So bad rap would be, if your landlord if your landlord was coming to your gaff and do a bad rap, you should <laughs> definitely get your deposit back. But bad rep is bad reputation. I don't know what bad rap would be short for. Anyway, they, they get a bad... They actually do generally get a bad rep or rap. And we don't hear any many positive stories about landlords. No, we don't. And we probably delve into these. But uh, we have a dark history with landlords really in this country which might explain our old Bull McCabe and Field type situation. But we'll talk about that later on. I've got a historical read the room fact about landlords. Yeah, yeah, I think we should bring some historical read the rumours into uh, our podcast. Try out some history. I will look forward to that. We need to create a new jingle. So I'm looking at you now to create the jingle. But listen, we know like we're living through, without getting all serious, we are living through exceptional times. Cost of living is rising. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, like, oh, the European countries, they've long had a much healthier relationship with renting than we have. You know, like in Spain and France and, you know, my mum was Spanish, I lived in France for a while and lots of our friends live abroad and renting for life is not an unusual thing because there's regulation, there's rent control. There, he's wiping his face now. Oh, yeah, I'm, there's, I'm, I'm sweating it is the warm. paying rent. It is warm. Jesus, poor bastard. But there's control this. and there's safeguards in place. So, you know, so I keep saying Spain and France because they're places that I am aware of and I have lived. People live in, in an apartment or a house for their whole life and you put up paintings and you get a new kitchen and it's your it's very much your home. But here, it's not just, and I know, like you said, we go a bit Bill McKay, we are we're obsessed with land and ownership yeah. and owning things. But it's not just our history, it's also that we don't have proper regulation in place at rent. So rents can go up a lot. I know it's changing now and it's coming in now. You know, but the biggest problem here is still rising rents. And people, I have so many friends, Paddy, who are stuck renting and they're paying twice in rent what they know they would be paying on a mortgage, but they can't get the mortgage. And that's a killer. 
Isn't that, it? Again, that, there's that phrase stuck renting or you mentioned that I'm, I'm only renting and like it is very Irish yeah. and it does to be fair we I honestly we we do have to go back historical before we go to the historical that yeah. well exactly that if, you, if you're abroad and someone says I like your home you go thank you but here we go and oh, no, I'm only renting it's like oh god the head yeah. tilt oh Jesus you're only renting and it shouldn't because be that way because it's been into us for years like it does it stem from colonisation? Was it because the Brits came over and kind of um, Ulster Plantation, they decided to, hey, this is our land to hell or to Connacht. You move off the lovely land and well, go off to the rocky well, place it's now. old feudal laws, isn't it? I'm sure you're, you're going to tell us about that with your historical facts no, later. Not, or, you know, <laughs> but it does. It goes back to kind of feudalism and our history. Of course it does. We're like, we're the downtrodden, thank you, Paddy. Like, I'm I'm delighted to have a bit of land and delight. And like, like the freak out when you get to buy your gaff or the freak out when you get to move out of home and move into your first place. We put up with so much crap shit. Like I moved out in the, was it the 90s, 80s, 90s? Jeez, I can't remember anyway. But the, the gaffs that were for rent, like you wouldn't put animals there now. Yeah. Like think about it. Like What the, year was this now? In 92 90s, or 3. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like that. Like gaffs. I, I know of houses. People that lived in houses rent, uh, renting gaffs. And like there was corrugated roofs on it wasn't even an extension they just put a kind of a what would you call it a lean-to as a jacks and like you leave out milk overnight and it would freeze on the kitchen Jesus table Christ. like this kind of stuff they put up it and yet they would give out about like oh, you can't put that poster of uh, Pulp Fiction up on the wall well fix Betty the roof Blue. Betty Blue and Pulp Fiction <laughs> I well 20 years ago the year 2000 the year 2000 uh, let's all meet up um, was there was another kind of not quite rent crisis but there was a dearth of houses to rent and myself and my friend were, it was the days when people were queuing around the corner to look at a place and if you were tent in the queue you kind of knew you didn't have hope in hell of getting it at the time a two bed apartment around city centre would have been like 900 a grand this was like 22 years ago but I remember going to see one it was a basement flat and but it was a basement. It was a basement that was divided into maybe four flats. And like that, they said, you know, two bedroom, all mod cons. When I said mod cons, what they meant was they had bought lion bastards. No, <laughs> a, um, an all. I don't even know how to describe it. You've only just reminded me of it now when you describe that that place. You know when you go on the, the ferries twenty years ago and the little bathroom in the in the ferry. <laughs> yeah. it, it, was, it was basically a, a, short, a shower and toilet, but the toilet was in the shower. So they bought a bathroom unit. Are they all from a ferry? And it was just put in the corner. So you went in, there was a shower with the toilet inside the shower and the wash basin there. So you obvi- <laughs> so obviously from the shower you couldn't go to the jacks and the jacks got soaked when you had a shower. A one-stop shop. And, this, I, and I remember it was 750 euro for this apartment. Or pounds. No, euro, because we just, just changed pounds. the euro. And the bedroom was one bedroom. And I'd say, where's the second bedroom? And he'd as he pulled the hospital-style oh. curtain across. And he goes, et voila. Oh my God, but there was bathrooms with that. With the, the shower curtain in to the bathroom like and you, everybody's kind of in the kitchen yeah. like going to those houses remember those parties out in Ranelagh or like you say Mountjoy Square all those kind of places that you, the the jacks was set, was next to yeah. the kitchen <laughs> how they got away with this girl oh I'm God. just going I'm to sure the it's not legal now like, it can't, wasn't that long well, ago do you, do you know what? well maybe that's we need to hear from some people that are renting places that yeah. are less than that are, are not part of the rental tenants board or whatever it's called um, but like you say we were overjoyed like you, you know, we were all in our first jobs and you would spend every bit of your income just to have somewhere but the stuff we put up with I got a flat down on Pier Street which actually was nice it was a total fire I hazard I down it off Pier Street where Did you? Green Ore Terrace, just... Uh, oh, I was on Pier Street. Okay. On Pier Street. The, but, light, the light, was it the the Owl Cafe or what was that called? 
was the Lido. I was over. No. Yeah, there was the Lido and the Lido, Ritz. Lido. We were the, the Ritz. Ritz. <laughs> the Ritz. There were two chippers, rival chippers, opposite each other. We lived over the bike shop. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> leave it on Pier Street. But Pier Street is such an old community. It still is. So and they knew exactly who we were. They yeah. Two posh girls moved in there, number 96. <laughs> and where were you? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not a posh girl. Well, here's a combination between a little bit of history and a first rental story. One of my mates, who's still in America, he went over in a J1. There was four lads. And it was always hard, even back then, to rent to four students because you wouldn't get the nice places. It was hard to get anywhere. But they got a place, they got a house, and it was okay. The landlord's name was Cromwell. No. <laughs> my mate said, him and his mate were like, oh, lads. On principle, we can't rent here. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna not rent here because, and it turns out he was actually quite a nice lad. <laughs> As an inter- we should talk about some nice landlords first of all. Hasn't it popped up in the news recently? Isn't there a great great granddaughter of Trevelyan over in uh, the UK? No way. She like what? you know she's popped up member of the Conservative Party, of course. Um, like I see all these. Um, you just want I'm to start sure. singing, don't you? So, but I, I think it, like she's popped up online and people are going. Notice the name. Yes, you're right. And so I had to do a bit of Google. You'd love to steal her cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Trevelyan's cornflakes. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, we'll talk about some bad tenants later on as well. I was but okay, say replace them with broken glass, and that just got too dark. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, this lovely, this lovely quote here: um, the landlord who included this clause in the rent agreement. No matter how cool Breaking Bad might be, premises mu- must not be used <laughs> as a meth lab. And you know, you have to agree with that. Like, do not. But that's what the curtains for. Pull the curtain across. <laughs> half bedroom, half mess. Read out this. This is a gorgeous uh, note. Our letter that was sent oh, in November. This is another lovely one. Uh, that kudos to the landlord who sent this to their tenants, all their tenants, in November. Once again, we have come to the beginning of the in quotation marks holiday season for so many years now we've had a tradition of helping a little during this last month of the year when many people start getting ready for Christmas we feel fortunate to be able to extend that tradition this year as well to that end we are offering each of you a holiday present please deduct $70 from your regular rent for the month of December and perhaps use those monies to purchase a gift for someone special in your life thank you very much for your continued presence with us it means a great deal happy holidays Joe good man Joe I bet Joe's not doing that now but you know what? There's probably some people who would take the piss out of that. But Joe, I've got the email. Uh, hold up in court. So you said, said that, you know, it's deducted by seven. he did say this last month and then he said for the month of December. He's made it quite but, clear. Isn't it terrible has, that you have to do that nowadays? Clear. Because like people would just take you up on that. Like, no, but you said, you said it's right here in black and white. But I think the thing is, like everything in life, we always remember the negative over the positive. And I'm sure, God, I bet you a few bad landlord stories, do you? Me? Uh, well, no, but see, I... Oh, we had a uh, like the, the first minute, and I remember that the amount was four hundred twenty-five pounds. So that was so I was the the place I live in Greenor Terrace. I was living with two, three girls. Jesus, in one and a half bedrooms. And by sorry, half, what? Yeah. So like people say that like was it a cupboard was pressed? They as they're bringing you around, showing place off. You go like the, we have one and a half bedrooms. I was like, how, what do you mean by one and a half bedrooms? Like a half bathroom is a loo and a wash basin without, yeah, without a is, bath or a shower. Fine. What the hell's half but, a bedroom? It actually had half a bed in it. No, it didn't. It had half a bed no, in it. Which half? And so the girl, what was her name was, is, well, that depends on you. <laughs> yeah. So you could lie in it. You could you could manoeuvre it that you could lie on it with just your legs dangling out the door. So there was no door. But it wasn't a bed cut in half. Sorry, like what? It was a bed cut in half. So you, you know the way you, you know what? what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was 1990 when tenants had zero rights. I, I don't know what rights are. Crossways or lengthways? Um, well, you couldn't really tell because it's kind of now a square. 
the bed is a square. So it was a single bed. Right, so cut crossways, yeah. Cut crossways. Oh, yeah, no. Not like, I thought it was a really skinny bed. <laughs> that's a shelf. But at least that's you, a... <laughs> if, you were th- if you were thin, at least you could lie straight. And this girl was, the girl who... I've never who heard of that. This, uh, yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah, that was... I don't know, it was Green North Terrace. Anyway, and it was right beside the rail tracks. So at the time, like, you know, every... I, I didn't realise that freight moved at night. So, like, every... 15 seconds like you think oh the dart is finished now it's okay it's half 11 it's finished now and then just go I said Jesus Christ so half this girl chose the the short straw because she was the shortest of the lot of us and she paid she still have to pay rent I think it was it was probably about 380 350 pounds at the time and she paid 50 pounds a month for her rent but then where are the rest of you sleep three of us in one bedroom what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like bunk beds? Or no, 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 no. It, it, both single beds uh, because I was with one of the like girls. It's Strumpet City. Oh, you, were <laughs> with, you, know, like, you were with one of the girls Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was two single beds. Two single beds. So you and your so girlfriend were in a single bed. Okay, no, you had to wait for the freight train to come along. <laughs> Is that what you called it? <laughs> yeah. Here comes the choo-choo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, heavy load. All aboard. Oh, no, come on, stop it. Uh... I thought it was Paul Howard's book getting off at Sydney Parade. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was the, my my first battle. It was horribly cold. It was just one of these that's, places that that's yeah, a yeah. Now it's just. But then into the lap of luxury Jesus. when I moved to Christchurch, which the only bad thing about Christchurch we had into the church. Uh, into just, no, no, it was down uh, right beside you. the Brazen Head. Put him in the we had a fantastic, fantastic landlord. He was amazing. We saw him once in the four years that we were there we could have done with it more because the place was in shit by the time yeah. we left Like, but the, it had there was three boys living in it and we had carpet in the jacks oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not one of the small little ma- no. mats that goes around the no, toilet no, bowl no, no, actual no. carpet yeah, to- full, full on carpet Why like all t- carpet I have no idea because maybe he wasn't expecting lads to be there and you kind of oh, like spongy when you're trying with to, piss can exactly, you imagine you're, you're trying to go in for a wee oh. at night and you go if you hear splash 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 yes you got there but you hear Oh, okay, gosh. go left, go left. Splash, splash, splash. Oh. Winner! Yeah, it was like just a teddy bear left out in the rain. And we didn't oh, care. Gosh. And it was one of those things that at least if it was lino, you could slip and fall and you'd have to clean it up. Whereas with carpet, it just hid everything. I always had okay landlords. And I did the account for J1, but in Canada, can't remember what it was called. J1? I don't know. Um, with a couple of friends. <laughs> and again, when you're a student travelling, it is always hard to get somewhere to live. And you're in that cash 22 of... Do you go somewhere and say, oh, all leases are for a year. If you're only staying three, four months, you'll lose your deposit if you break the tenancy, if you break the lease. So the thing where, Fair do enough. you go, and short term is much more expensive. So do you kind of factor in losing your deposit to rent, to sign oh, for a year's nice lease one, yeah. and then just leave after three months and lose it? But anyway, long story short, we found this beautiful apartment block and they said they did short term lets and it wasn't any more expensive. And then we got a one bed for all three of us because like you didn't have any money and it was unfurnished and it seemed too good to be true. And like it was great. But anyway, the, it was a kind of manager in the apartment block who was sort of the landlord. And he said, no, it's all fine and it's unfurnished, but I have um, a lot of furniture in the basement. And uh, what I do is I almost... Uh, I hire it out to you so you pay me amount of money I'll stop doing the accent yeah annoying. please put myself an edit staring at he just sounded so sweet and nice so the forest we got three mattresses and it was a nice big bedroom so we didn't buy beds we had three mattresses and then we went and bought our own sheets table and chairs a lo- like a nice sofa so I think we gave him $500 for this stuff and it was all very old but he Rental. said well he said look he said this is what I do because for students like you he said then you work for the summer at the end of the summer if it's all in good nick I buy it back for half the price so we're like that's fine so you know it costs us like, still 
cheaper than buying anywhere or renting a furnished place. So we did that and he was odd from day one and there was one Sunday we were all we weren't working. We all worked in kind of the commercial part of town in shops and cafes, so they were all closed Sundays. And I remember my friend saying there's someone in the apartment and I got up and looked for, for a weapon of some sort and he was in the bathroom and he let himself in and he goes oh no when you guys hello now he said when you guys move out we're doing it at the bathroom so I'm just doing some measurements <gasps> and again when you're young and this when you're measuring in the got, bathroom got, it's not you we got loads of stories from people <laughs> online with these especially with women you don't know when you're when you're only like I was 20 at the time that you can say sorry could you get out please and let, if you want to come in you have to let us know you don't know you can do that because you just think it's his gaff yeah and you don't want That's to be a victim so, so you just go and we're all there. there kind of in our skimpy pyjamas going uh, so, and he goes yeah well, I, I won't be long and just standing staring at us anyway <laughs> of course you're in this skimpy pyjamas I'm just going to measure he was the very again. warm it was Vancouver it was summertime I've seen this film <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know you could stand up for yourself and there's lots of stories I've been sent about creepy landlords anyway he wasn't that it was just inappropriate the time came to leave I was always the one who was organised sorting out money and we were taking two weeks off at the end to go travelling I went down and said excuse me sir we're going to be leaving in you said give me a month's notice a month's notice and we were fact we needed that money it was a deposit and then the half the money for the for the um, furniture and I said you know can we arrange for that to be put back in our account or cash how does it work so we pay cash he's like oh no no you uh, you bought that furniture from me and it's obvious what he did and, and what are you going to do because you're, you're not going to take it with you he said, oh, feel free to take it with you if you want. He said, no, you must have been confused. And there was three of us. I said, there was, there's three of us here. Bastard. We all heard you. And we factored in the deposit and that. And that's our money for half of our two-week travelling. And he said, oh, well, I can't give your deposit back because it is minimum six months here and you're only staying four. I said, we had this chat with you. And you're total gaslighting. And he was very polite and said, no, you must have misunderstood. And we had signed a very basic lease that had... 12 months crossed out and he said no don't worry about that it's fine because we were very careful so we so anyway what we did was took the CCTV out of the bathroom that he was installing we told him we were were leaving on oh oh, do you know what I mean no like this guy it's okay how did you go from an okay landlord to no what I'm saying is he wasn't creep. anyway but he is a, but, so we told him we were leaving on Friday on the Wednesday we had a party asked everyone who worked in the shops around us do you want anything Take so there's guys who ran a pizza place and they're like oh listen we'll bring uh, need a Mark's track Mark Mark's truck so they bought uh, they, they took the couch the table the chairs and everything that we'd bought saucepans everything and then the one that wasn't taken was the mattresses and uh, oh, mattresses, we slashed mattresses. them did you? We were only damaging our own property. Because um, my friend said, we, we should just damage these because he shouldn't get away That's with That's like us. the KLF burning their own money. Like, it's just, what's ours? We can do whatever it is. I know. Jesus and then Christ. we left a day early. Now, we didn't. The apartment was perfect. And there was me still giving the bathroom a cursory clean. Yeah. And then you found the CCTV no, that he was installing oh. when he was measuring. I'm sorry, Maya. But- Do you remember? Not so long ago. Now, I'd say it's been happening for a long time, but no one spoke about it. The rent for sex. Oh, yes. I tried, but like nobody <laughs> would take the offers. Like, it just... Yeah, no, this is for Why, why does he keep this talking is, about freight trains? This I don't is, understand. You keep talking, I'll do that. Open wide. No, it's a different thing altogether now. Come on, read the room, Paddy. But these stories finally surfaced over the last few years of... Because there were people putting ads in... 
This is what I don't get. And it, uh, yeah, you can I, be found, you fucking yeah, idiot. But the, like, but these read were the men room. saying, hang on a second, it's all, it, this is all above board. I'm not um, coercing anyone into doing anything they don't want to do. I'm saying I have a house and um, a woman who I find attractive can have it for free if she services me for like, twice a week while she's here. It's like consenting adults, what's the problem? And Threshold and the government so were saying, okay, listen, please report anyone who, who does that. But I would imagine that's been going on for yeah. years. But just nobody spoke about it. Yeah. Or, or the idea of that I'm here for the, you were late for your rent again. Can we come to some sort of arrangement? It's just fucking oh, scumbags. There's loads of people like if there are Jesus, if there's anybody out there sitting on stories like that or something like that happened, I'm like, please go to the guards. You I have like to this. go and tell the guards. One ad was for a shared house in Limerick with a landlord advertising a room for a single lady with a twist. <laughs> Oh my God, is that somebody who's at the gym earlier on and just like... Can do, can do reduced swapped. rent for occasional fun. Okay, here's like, what would you do, what would you do reduced rent for? I would have done reduced rent for... Occasional fun. I would Maybe cooking a meal or something. Reduced rent for... Okay, maybe, maybe, oh, I don't know, hand job? I don't Can I, know. <laughs> I'm not looking for rent here, um, but they are—they're dodgy as well. But there, and there's I love one this. I saw. He promised the accommodation would be free if the prospective tenant became his partner in the future. Oh my god! I can't that's imagine just, any see, circumstance of, under that which that would have happened. Oh god! Yeah, but the, you just say yes. I, like you know, I do. <laughs> what you do? What I do? Take the apartment and and you, um, and then just break up after a week or so and move out. But then the, the other one is this is what the price. Are. He actually put the price on the sex. When contacted by a prospective tenant, the landlord made it clear that sexual activity was required on a weekly basis in return for rent of two hundred euro for the first month and two hundred fifty month thereafter. Why is it going so, up by fifty euro? Because I'm letting you have all this. Like if you're, if I was riding my landlord, I would expect the rent. I expect the rent to be free. free. Ain't nothing going on <laughs> but the rent. Two hundred. I know. But, but the, the sneaky you know ones what, are. He really has a lot high opinion of himself and his skills, doesn't he? Because yeah. I love that he adds fifty after a month of riding me twice a week. You yeah. want to pay more? Exactly. It's not the only thing that's going up. <laughs> But isn't it funny how we have this fear of landlords, the way you do of your first boss in a job when you're 18. It's like school, shahogan yeah. on Kigura. Like, you know, the <laughs> teacher. Shahogan landlord. Yeah, as, as much as you had, you know, fear of the teacher, the teacher then had fear when the inspector yeah. came. Yeah. I no idea what they did. And someday, we found out later, I, I, I met the a teacher Kigura. years ago, that they, the Kigura was this inspector that was coming to see how well the teacher was teaching and how well the, the kids were kind of um, I don't know and they'd sit at the back of the class and sit there and listen so there Always was one day tweed. we had the Kigra come more times in one year than I've ever seen ever again and it turns out that that teacher it was their mate that was pick, giving them no. a lift home and the teacher would always arrive or the Kigger would always arrive just at the end of, of class and sit there and it was just their mate and we were all so well behaved and it was a brilliant That's idea brilliant, brilliant idea. Well, not a great word Kigra we have some I'm great Kigura. words don't we yeah. ask Elia yeah, yeah, some great fuckle all together. <laughs> so there is, thankfully nowadays, things have changed, okay? On, on, uh, on both sides. Have they? Well, 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 at least we've got somebody, the RTB, the, the Residential Tenancies Board, is that what it's called? Board, yeah. Anyway, so, and there, there are some do's and don'ts of being a landlord Are there, and a tenant. There, but yeah. Well, like, I'm, just, I'm just bigging it up for you. Do you have them? Oh, I do. They're all here in... Ed and White here. Thank you. <laughs> okay, right. Well, the, the great thing about this is that I know I, I live somewhere and there you is a disparity. Oh. Disparity? There's a. I live somewhere where there is a huge difference in rent. Small small gaffs. Disproportionate is, is what you meant. Six, thank you. 1,600 quid versus two and a half grand. For the same house? For the exact same gaff. And it's just going, lads, what 
they've it's crazy. Well, so they were able to go to the RTB. <clears throat> really? And sort of go like, so why are we being... Somebody spoke to somebody else and said, what are you paying? Knew it was the same size gaff. And they and they have come back. They can go back to the... R- really? They went to the RTB and they were able to uh, decrease their rent. Wow. Yeah. Well, do you know what? In my I live in an apartment block, and we have we we banned Airbnb a couple of years ago Jesus. because no, it's taking landlords, it's taking it's, it's taking essential rental properties off the market because landlords, people who own a second apartment, go well, I can rent this for three hundred quid a night rather than I'm not two sure how grand. I feel about that. <clears throat> no, I think it's terrible. I think it's right. Airbnb yeah. has is, has really really damaged but our like rental just- market. One of the people in my building is um, is renting their apartment for like four hundred and thirty euro a night. And more power to him, is that not like... No, because you, he's taking that a... property off the market and he owns a ton of properties. No, Airbnb, yeah, okay. Airbnb was originally set up for essentially couch surfing for people who wanted to travel on a budget. You go in San Francisco, you pay $20 to sleep on someone's couch. It's brilliant. And now it's become essentially the biggest um, hotel booking company that doesn't actually right. own any well, properties. I, I, and they're ta- but they're s- taking properties off well, the market. Well, they're not. I, I think the, the problem is if you, if, you you own a house, if you own a house and you want to rent it, you should do whatever you want with it. Okay, I think Airbnb, and I think it's it's brilliant by government parties to put Airbnb as the bad guy here rather than going and building new and affordable homes oh, for but people. It's not, okay? But they're not so mutually it's very exclusive. Easy, I think. Not mutually, but if, you, if you're yeah. somebody who owns five apartments and you can get seven enterprise. or seven grand a month on Airbnb or two and a half grand a month rent. No, it's, it's absolutely wrong. It's not it's what Airbnb... It's morally wrong. It's, not, like, Airbnb, yeah, but but it's like, not what Airbnb was designed for. No, so of course you have to build more okay, apartments. Okay, let's tell... Let's tell... Official do's and do's. Official do's and do's. Go on Do's and do's. Give us the do's and don'ts. Don't simply, be an asshole. Simply, your tenancy within one month of the start of tenancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure the property's in good condition. And these, this is the shit that was never happening back in the day. Maintain the property to the standard it was at the start of the tenancy. No. Reimburse the tenants for any repairs they carried out on the structure that they requested with the landlord, which the landlord did not carry out within a reasonable time. Never so going happen. That never happened back then. Insure the property. This is another thing when I've heard about come in these RTB must be sent the last two three years maybe okay. about bleeding time so insuring the property so remember you got broken into and you go to the landlord and go oh no you weren't insured you're supposed to insure it yourself like these are the conversations that yeah, yeah should have at the start and the, like like you it was signed on the back of a cigarette <laughs> packet like the, the lease agreement pay property taxes all that kind of stuff that was never done okay give the tenant written notice so there's there's all these grades you find that on the RTB website Let's go on to historical read the room I don't know why, how we're going to have some sort of a jingle for that but or not. Uh, we need to do more of these. These are good. H- historical facts about the topic we talk about and who in history didn't read the room okay, at the time. Okay, go on. The who didn't read the room? The big one is Captain Boycott. It's only, it's only one. Okay. <laughs> at one. It is only one. <laughs> Captain Boycott. And now we have a verb thanks, thanks to this uh, Charles Cunningham Boycott. And basically uh, this what is taken do, from buddy? shithead Captain Charles Boycott who was an English land agent for Lord Erne in County Mayo. Up Mayo! He was ostracised by his community and thus gave us the verb to boycott. Now here's basically, my fact. Basically he was part of um, he was part of the problem. So the uh, Irish National Land League were looking for the three F's as aforementioned by my I'm earlier so in the podcast. Fair rent, fixity of tenure and free sale. And basically this guy was going around collecting rent and just saying like the Nazi soldiers I was only doing me job. And so what he was doing was um, uh, enabling um, evictions from people uh, in the area around the kind of Ballon Road. But basically what happened was his the neighbours got together and said you know what 
Let's shun him. If only there was a, another word we could use um, from our, our our community, so he wasn't served in shops. Um, that nobody would harvest the grain, and they ended up. Uh, the Lord Aaron had to bring in, I think, a thousand RIC soldiers, and it cost them ten grand to harvest. And all these kind of Ulster Unionists came across the border, bring and they harvested the ten thousand quid. It cost them to harvest five hundred quid Charles worth Boycott. of them. Um, uh, worth of um, vegetables that and grain. showed him. So then we got the word boycott out of that. But let me tell you my fact, which you're going to love. How that word came to be was because a guy called James Redpath <clears throat> was talking to a local priest and it was the local priest who said, um, no disrespect, but the people here won't understand the word ostracised. We need a new term. And the, and the priest said, what about just using the word boycott? Do you know who that priest was? Father O'Malley. Was not... <laughs> He made it. For regular listeners to our show, Father (laughs) Romano makes an appearance. Genuine. I was sure you'd have that fact. I did not. I don't care. No. As far as I'm aware, Father there's O'Malley. no such person as Father O'Malley. He just makes an appearance every now and then. Like um, He's a fictional priest in our podcast. But now he's a real person and now we've new respect for him because he's the one who coined this term. Yeah, I won't say respect, but anyway, you know it goes. Uh, so that is our historical read the room bit of the week. Let's try and, let's try and make, the, if you like this, tell us if you do like it, if you don't, if we should keep this in or not. Like, But uh, that's our historical read the room bit. So I think probably we should... Um, before we wrap up, can I just tell you about um, uh, landlords, okay, in, in the Irish government? According to the latest um, available register of members, now this is going back to 2018, interest of the doll, there was 35 TDs in the current doll were <gasps> landlords. Wow. 22% of the 158 sitting TDs were landlords. Yeah. So maybe that's why things aren't changing as much. Fianna Fáil had the most landlord TDs in the 2019 register with 17, which is 30% of the, 38% of their TDs. Fianna Gael well, has second highest with 10 lord, landlords. So it's just maybe that's the thing why you know, things are change changing that. and good old Michael Healy Ray he did uh, he confirmed that whatever the register says is correct i.e. he rents 13 properties but said every TD has a conflict of interest whether it's a farmer voting on agriculture matters or a shop owner on retail or anything because he said Life is a conflict of interest. Wow well done Forrest Gump. Jog the fuck off. But the thing is if you're a TD you, that the whole point is you can't have a conflict of interest and if you do you have to yeah. park it yeah. because you are working for I the agree. people who put you there totally agree. so it's like we, we spoke about Healy Ray before in the pubs because he's also a publican and of course he is trying to he'd, he'd have everyone driving after 25 points allegedly allegedly Okay, right. So <laughs> let's wrap up this. That was a good episode. I we really can enjoyed talk that. About landlords like, can we can forever. we do can we do an extra bit then? Can we? Do I have a been bonus sent episode? loads and loads of stories. Let's some good, some bad, some absolutely hilarious. So I think we should do a bonus episode. Okay, in a few weeks' time, we yeah. shall drop a bonus episode. We should do rent the, the room. Right, well, that's it for this week. I'm off to sublet my bathroom for 12 grand a month, Paddy. Not carpeted. <laughs> I, I, I'd rent from you. Um, okay, right. Just fill out this form here, okay? Don't mind the 12-month thing there. Anyway, if you like what you've heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends to check us out too. And if you fancy leaving us a review, hit the old five-star buttons and tell us lovely things about us. And don't forget, we love hearing from you. So get in touch with us by emailing readtheroom at goloudnow.com or find me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy. And I have no space to rent, so please don't ask me to rent my bathroom. <laughs> you can move into my attic. I have no attic. I'm a Paddy C. Courtney on all the socials. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. And what does the C stand for this week, Paddy? It's really simple. Captain Boycott. <laughs> Read the room.
Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. I live in Green North Terrace in 1990 and we watched the World Cup there and I remember the night we were knocked out in the semis. A young lad walked by, like we're in the chipper afterwards celebrating and a young lad threw a brick in the window and go, fuck you, Scalacci, and cycled off. <laughs> so Italian I disagree with him, yeah. <laughs> And it probably wasn't even known by Italians. It was just kind of, we're all there kind of, yeah, still getting me chips there.